0: His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim.
1: Poor Allison. Donuts just didn't stay down in her back seat.
0: Mm. No, we all went out for donuts the other day. A little over a week ago, I think it was. My son, Sammy, he's five. We were driving around after the donut shop, and they all came up. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm trying to be polite, you know, because I know some people are eating
1: breakfast. They didn't stay down in the tummy.
0: Yes, they went all over the back seat. And we cleaned and cleaned and cleaned again. But the smell is still lingering.
1: She's having a hard time trying to figure out how do you get the smell out of this car? And some texts and calls are coming in to help out.
2: Yeah, a little advice from Lee. says, uh, Allison, try coffee grounds to eliminate the odor. My aunt had a tomcat who peed in her car on Ew. the way to the vet. Uh, that way smells great. Nothing worked until she put coffee grounds under her seat. Hope this helps.
0: Well, I do love the smell of coffee. Mm-hmm.
2: That'd be good
1: got Kimberly on the line. What are you thinking, Kimberly?
0: I smoked from the time
3: that I was um, 11 to 25. And then um, about five years later, after I quit smoking, we got a car that had belonged to a former smoker and it was a former chain smoker and I got so sick in that car, I ended up um, using um, half white vinegar and half water in a spray bottle and I just dust the whole thing down. And the thing about that is is it's liquid so it penetrates whatever is underneath the fabric too. And uh, you leave your car windows rolled down for a while so that it'll dry out and air out, but that should take care of it. Since then, I've used vinegar on everything from, um, you know, pet accidents. I clean my um, house with it, my bathroom, my kitchen floors, everything. I I use vinegar because I'm allergic to so many different um, scents out there that um, vinegar just does the trick.
1: Well, I'm glad you quit smoking. I mean, to start at 11 years old, wow.
3: <laughs>
0: I wasn't a good
3: girl.
1: No, <laughs> But you are now.
0: I am.
1: I'm curious, what have you tried so far, Allie?
0: Um, baking soda, lots of baking soda, essential oils, purification, I think it's called. Uh, what else? Somebody said dryer sheets, so I've stuck dryer sheets all over the place. And? You know, I don't know if I'm getting used to it. I think it is getting a little better, mm-hmm. but it'd be interesting to get someone else's perspective.
1: Mm. So, huh. just a thought. What? I'm not staring at Jim, but <laughs> I'm just thinking. His morning crew. We ate donuts, <laughs> and one of us brought them back up. That <laughs> heard son. <laughs> He's what? only five. It's forgivable. All over the back seat. Mm. And that was over
0: a that's... week ago, you guys, and it's still smells in there and so I'm wondering if I'm gonna to have to sell my
1: car no she's you not give gonna it away. sell her car give it away. 800-447-7234 what tip can you bring to Allie that you've lived through yourself
2: well, we got a little tip from Sherry. Allison leaf charcoal in the bag in the car. Open the corner for extreme smells.
1: Open the corner. Well, this is extreme. I so. say
2: dump the whole bag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who needs a bag? Just dump them all in the back seat. Okay, Jim's along with us, not our producer. Jim, I am along with you. But this other dude, who calls himself Jim, what's your uh, what's your tip? So
4: I use this stuff called Toss Up. It's a carpet shampoo you can buy at Walmart, and then you you just basically air your car out. You get these um, little trees. The best one is called Black Ice, and there's another one called Bayside Breeze. And you just keep those rotating in your car. Air your car out is, is important if, if it's a nice day, If it's wet at all, do not let humidity get into the carpet or anything, because it would destroy anything further. Armour um, all your car. Clean all the windows. Clean up every surface in any way possible. But most of all, I can't believe the car, which is tough stuff from Walmart or wherever you want to get it. I'm not trying to promote Walmart. But that's what I, it,
1: it took a little while, brother, but it worked. So it works. Might as well try What do you have?
0: Well, Carly dropped this off at the studio. It's called Solumel. I've never heard of that. But she had half a bottle left, and she's like, you need to have this. Try mm. this. So I'm going to go out there and spray this in my car now.
1: I can imagine <laughs> what it's going to smell like with all the stuff that she's been putting in there from your tips and your advice. Wait,
2: I'm not going near it.
1: Oh, what? come on. Well, Wait, OK. What?
0: The thing is, I need someone. Else. I feel like I've maybe gotten used to the smell, so I need someone else to go in there and tell me if it still stinks.
1: Jim,
2: <laughs> wait a minute! You always make fun of, of my nose being old and
1: stuff. So yeah, so you got the oldest nose that can pick up the brightest <laughs> it's of smells. Worn out? No, it's
2: not. <clears throat> well, what's oh, in this not. for me? But
0: Jim actually rode in the car not long after the. Um,
2: yeah, happening. it's the first time.
0: And After so that. he knows how bad it smelled yes. a week ago, so at least you would be oh, able to tell me now.
1: A point of reference. Mm, oh, no <laughs> okay. comparison, I see.
5: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim.
1: Allison's got uh, stank in her car. Her son <laughs> couldn't keep the donuts down in the back seat. Clint, what did you say? Tell Allison that there's flies, it still stinks. Um, <laughs> is, there, is there flies? No, no okay.
4: flies. <laughs> Yeah. White, white
1: vinegar and water. Okay. Did you even try the white vinegar and water? Yes. You did? Yep. Okay, good. Thank you, Clint. We have Jim Mann. Mann on a mission. Our producer is... Wait, are you standing by the car right now? What are you doing, Jim?
2: I, I hope this is your car. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's my car. So, Jim, here's the deal. I've tried everything, and I just need someone else's nose to tell me if any of this stuff's working.
1: All right. Evidently, Allison's gotten used to the smell. I think I have. Yeah. All right, this so, is the right car, right?
0: Yes, so get Woo! in there. Oh. oh.
1: I mean, he's having a hard yeah. time sitting down. <laughs> 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 How short are you? What are you doing, sitting in the driver's seat? Oh, hey.
0: All right, can you hit the start button? You don't actually have to put the key in either to do that. Just hit the start uh. button.
1: Okay. Are we making him drive somewhere? We no, just need them to smell. Close the door. Jim, you, you have to close thank you. Can we still hear you? I whoa. I smell like a lavender
2: coffee.
0: Okay, there's coffee in there and it's purification essential oil. Alright. Do you smell any undertones of sickness?
2: Uh, well. I, there's, there's like kitty litter. You have kitty litter in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe like uh, laundry. I smell laundry. Yeah, dryer sheets. Okay. Uh, regurgitated donuts, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it does still stink.
1: Uh, oh, you don't want that smell.
0: No, I would do not want that smell.
1: Evidently, there's still it's a the smell in there.
0: Be honest.
1: It's a little sticky.
2: What's sticky?
1: Jim, we just need to know if it still smells in there. Hey,
2: what's Sammy doing in here?
1: <laughs> That's your her five-year-old.
2: <laughs> no,
0: I do <laughs> not leave my son not in the leave car. Him in the car.
1: <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so I'm gonna interpret Ew. Jim, okay? Okay. It still smells. Oh uh, no! We need a little work.
5: <sighs>
1: okay, Jim's gonna come back in probably towel off. Get a little Lysol behind the ears.
5: It is morning crew. Well,
1: the saga of trying to find stuff to clean Allie's smell out of the car I think has been pretty successful. Yes. <laughs> but now we're getting some texts in this morning. Oh, by the way, if you didn't catch it, Allison had some donuts in her family and one of her family members, not Allison, nor her husband, <laughs> lost the cookies in the, well, the donut, lost donuts in the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was the smell. And now it's like, oh, yeah, really? Wait till you hear ours at 800 447 7234.
0: I know, Ginger's making me feel better. She said it could be worse. I had a hamster that escaped in my car and died in the air vent Ooh. in the middle of a hot summer. It oh. took almost a year to get the smell fully out. Ooh. Oh, that's sad. <sighs>
1: Poor little hamster. I'm sorry, yeah poor little, what was her name? Ginger. Poor little Ginger on that one. Okay, this is Rhonda. What's going on, Rhonda?
3: Well, okay, Allison, I have a story to tell you that you may trump your spells. So, back in 1986 when I graduated high school, after our baccalaureate, there's a bunch of it that went to Stone Mountain, Georgia, and we had a well, two weeks later, I noticed there's this horrid smell in my car. So I tell my daddy, go figure out what it is and get rid of it. So it turns out that I had forgotten to take out the picnic basket with the leftover chicken in it, and it hit my trunk for two
0: weeks. Oh, no, I can't imagine what that smelled like.
3: It was nasty. <laughs> Needless to say, I had lots and lots of baking soda in my trunk for a long time.
1: <sighs> That's foul, man. hmm Uh Uh-oh. Foul.
2: Oh. Foul. Foul. Get it? Get it? Joke from you.
5: (laughs) Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim.
1: Allison had a family member, it wasn't her, that lost their donuts in the backseat of her car, so there was a smell. So she got all these tips on how to get the smell out, but now, all of a sudden, people were like, oh yeah, you thought that was bad. So we heard one person who had a gerbil in their air conditioning vent in their car Mm. that no longer lived. Can you imagine? Uh, no. And then what it was? The other one was like chicken, right?
0: Yes, yeah, she left a picnic basket full of chicken in her trunk in the summer for two weeks.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, Michael is along with us yeah. at 800-447-7234. And Michael, for you, what happened?
4: Man, I, I was in college, and uh, me and a friend of mine went to a gas station uh, in between classes, and she got a, um, a can of Yahoo drinks. And it was on a Friday. She put it down in her bag, and uh, I didn't think nothing about it. And it was toward the end of uh, end of the year, so it was summertime. And, uh, and she put it in her trunk. And on Monday, she called me, and she said, you will not believe what's in my book bag. And I said, what? She said, that YouTube chant exploded in my book bag. And it was like rotten chocolate milk that had been in there since Friday was hovering all of her stuff and that smell had went all the way through her car it was awful man. but uh, but hey i was gonna tell you too man i got a seven-year-old that um that i pastor a church in duncan and uh my seven-year-old man he loves listening to you guys and he hears you every he, he wakes up to his radio every single morning and um and he was telling me this morning when we got in the car that uh, who was it rob uh, that Rob likes Legos is what he said. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I mean my kids have Legos. Is about my little nine-year-old Eli plays with Legos all the time.
4: Lane, he uh, he builds the big Lego Ninjago sets and everything. Man, he uh, he loves listening to you guys. So I really appreciate all all
1: that you do. Lane, you are awesome. Thanks for listening, buddy.
5: <laughs> no problem.
1: All right, man. Y'all have a good afternoon, man. Yeah, you too. Good morning. As a matter of fact, Pastor Pastor uh, Michael almost called him Pastor Lane. You never know. Maybe the maybe. Yeah. He'll follow in his daddy's footsteps. You never know. That's kind of a bad smell, though, the <laughs> you hoo yeah. Mornings with his morning crew. That didn't go the way I expected. 800-447-7234. 14 years old. New Year's Eve. Tony Serio's mom is working. We're at the house. We want brownies. We go to make them ourselves. Yeah, 14 years old. What happens an hour and a half later? Are you supposed to leave them in that long? Mm, no. We we <laughs> smelled it. We went, oh, they're burning, opened up the the, uh, the oven and pff, billow of smoke everywhere. Oops. Fire detector goes off. Oh, little, yeah, no. It's, it's horrible. That didn't go as expected. Not a great way to ring in a new year. No, no not at all. It's kind of fun. There was a lot of noise. Janet's has some kind of story similar. What happened to you?
3: Well, it's about my husband. A few years ago, his boys and him, he, he had a GTO and he was redoing it and it was solid black. And they had went to the grocery store and he had got, you know, the groceries. All of a sudden heard this pow. And he got to thinking, what in the world? Well, they had went to Walmart or something, and they left the groceries in the car. The boys were sitting in the back seat, and he looks back. The biscuits, those canned biscuits, had gotten hot and exploded. They were all over the top of the rug. They were all over the kids. Jonathan, the little one, he had, like, a biscuit stuck to his forehead. (laughs) So, moral of the story is do not leave your canned biscuits,
1: than just pretty voices. Didn't expect that to happen. I love what Janice said to us earlier because you know those canned biscuits that you make that you pop them open and then you put the dough on the thing? Yeah, I love those things. She said it got so hot in her husband's car, he left it in there, it popped open. Kids are in the back seat and went all over the car and all over the kids' faces and stuff. <laughs> he had a
0: biscuit stuck to his forehead.
1: <laughs> that was funny. So we're hearing from more at 800-447-7234 with calls and texts.
0: Leanne says when I was 15, I stuck a frozen bagel in the microwave and pushed the frozen entree button. I went back upstairs to finish getting ready for school. My dad had to take the whole microwave outside on our deck because it had caught fire inside. Never. We'll hear the end of that.
1: (laughs) Jim, have you ever done that? I have never
2: made any mistakes in my life.
1: Okay. Uh, So Matt's along with us. What'd you do, buddy? When
4: I was a bachelor, I was doing the responsible thing and washing my dishes in the dishwasher. And I put the soap in About 30 minutes goes by, and I walk into my kitchen, and my entire kitchen is full of suds. Moral of the story is don't use dish soap in a dishwasher.
1: So my wife gets this fancy um, dish soap, Mm -hmm. and we just got new appliances in the kitchen because we had to get it redone, we had a flood. I thought, oh, this is some fancy new dish detergent for the dishwasher. Uh-huh. So I used it. Oh, no. It happened just like what happened to Matt. Oh, no. It went all over. I was in trouble. Well,
0: yeah, the brand new
1: kitchen. Yeah, this is just a year ago. <laughs> oh.
2: So then you had to get another new kitchen.
1: It's just, I almost flooded all, all over again. That was not
2: smart
5: his morning crew.
1: Donna Satterfield is one of our Rob's Big Losers. She's spending some time with us this morning. Donna, you have been going through an incredible journey, and I love your blogs because you're just so open on what's going on. Like, for instance, it was just a few weeks ago, your family was going through the flu, and that affected you and your workouts.
5: Yeah, it did. And, and, you know, that week was rough because I was thinking, you know, what if I What if I don't lose weight and what if I fall, you know, usually it just takes a couple of bad, bad days and you fall back into the old routine of eating wrong and and not getting jump started back. But I I have a great circle of family and friends that just, you know, rallied behind me and kept me going and kept me motivated. So don't worry about a couple of days, you know, just when you get back on your feet, get back on your feet, get back in the gym. And they were right there to hold my hand through it.
1: Yeah, and you have those moments, and then you have teenage girls over at your house on a Friday night with all the pizza that went along with it.
5: Yeah, (laughs) and brownies. It's actually, they're a little bit older. They're like early, late late teens, early 20s, and, Uh you know, my daughter in the mix. She likes chocolate. She's doing this workouts, and she's doing, but she's little anyway, and, she'll eat the brownies too. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's good that you can face temptation and overcome it. <laughs> Tell
0: us about your other daughter. Cause in 2008, you went through something with her that was extremely difficult. And that's kind of when a lot of your weight gain started. You said.
5: It, it really was. I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't healthy to begin with. Um, but I, I really packed on the pounds, um, in 2008 to 2009 when she had a stroke and we spent nine months in the hospital with her and um you know she, at the time she couldn't eat she, she still is tube fed for the most part but um but she couldn't eat at all and um we wouldn't even bring food into her into her room so we could eat so we'd have to go out take take time about going out and eating it in the in the, either in the cafeteria or in the waiting room of the of the picky unit, and um, there's just vending machines or Chick-fil-A, Subway, um, you know, which they had. I guess some things that were healthy, but you just get the quickest thing you can get, and, and usually quick things are not healthy, and. Um, then with the stress, and um a lot of that was like stress eating, and you know, over over that nine month span, I just I, it just packed on. and um and then the stress after she came home, you know, it's still stressful because you're dealing with her issue and you're trying to help her get better and and stronger and going to um, therapy three days a week. and it, it's just a very, it was just a very stressful time, and and over that period of time, I I knew I needed to do something, but I didn't, I didn't have the mindset to really say, okay, I'm gonna take take the time I need for me and and get myself healthy.
1: Donna Satterfield is one of our Rod's Big Losers here at his radio. Let's fast forward nine years now to today. Your daughter's like your biggest inspiration behind Rod's Big Losers and what you're doing in your journey.
5: She is, She. I re, I remember back me telling her, D- you can do this, you know, because so many times she would say, Mom, I, I can't do this, and I'd say, you can do it, you can do it, and now she is, you know, it's flip-flopped. she say, Mom, just one more, you know, you can do this, you know, and um, she would ask me what I've eaten, and she'll, you know, if, if she caught me walking in the living room with a brownie, you better believe she's going to tell me, um, are you supposed to be eating that? <laughs>
1: She's, she's overcome so much and you are too. And your journey is a rouse, big loser.
5: Yeah, I have. I mean, when I started, I could take maybe six or eight steps and, like climbing up steps I would have to take a break and and catch my catch my breath cuz I would be so out of breath and um thought something maybe wrong with my heart and I went to the heart doctor and had a had a um heart test and and everything came back clear with that and I just came to the realization it's my weight and if I don't if I don't get myself healthy I'm not going to be able to take care of her the older she gets, and the older I get, it's going to be harder, me strength-wise. So I've got to now, you know, I'm, I turned just turned 49, and that was a reality because next year I'm going to be 50, you know, and I'm thinking I've got to get myself, I've got to get myself healthy for her.
1: And here you are, five weeks into your journey, and you're doing such an amazing job. What an inspiration you are to everybody. Donna Satterfield, one of our Rob's Big Losers at the YMCA of Greenville. Check out the blog at hisradio.com. Follow Donna, and you can be encouraged to start your own journey.
5: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I was
2: talking with my uh, my little friend, Mark Hall, of a group called Casting Crown. Just to
3: know
2: you You've heard of him, I'm sure, but he's always, he's like a cool dad now because he's doing and all these little things on uh, on uh, on the social
1: media. The, on the social media, <laughs> in particular, maybe the Instagram.
2: Sometimes that, in fact, almost all the time. Anyway, just to impress his kids and stuff. Well, he had like a like a guys' night out over at the house. I don't know, from his church, because he's a youth pastor. And he's always doing kind of crazy things, which, you know, youth pastors do. So you uh, are familiar with the purple pillow, the purple pillow. There's yeah. the purple mattress, the purple
1: pillow. I got a white one, but no.
2: Oh, well, this is purple. This is the tech thing? Yeah, it's very high tech. And you're supposed to be able to sit on an egg on this thing, and it won't break. Mm, so he yeah. does it. He does a little test on that. Listen to this. The commercial said if you put an egg on it and sit on the egg... It won't break the egg. So Neil yeah. is going to try it. Okay, Neil, the pillow, push
1: the egg. I'm going to sit. And he's going to sit. Don't touch.
2: Oh, he's sitting on it now.
1: <laughs> sitting there for a minute. Do you feel? Do you feel crackage?
2: Do you, do you, feel crackage? You, might do you want a high five? Yeah. Do you feel crackage? I feel <laughs> a little seepage. That <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh. could be too much. Okay, how to go? Purple pillow, that's the tag. (laughs) Totally works. (laughs) Just don't... (laughs) Just don't drop the egg. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that, but he did drop the egg, and that's the only way that that egg cracked. It wasn't the purple pillow that they sat on with the egg on it. Yeah,
2: wood floors will break the egg, but the purple pillow apparently won't. I mean, the kid, act. Neil sat. (laughs) Get that? Neil sat on this egg. I mean, put the purple pillow, the egg on top of it, and Neil on top of the egg. And uh, after a while, it probably would hatch because it never broke.
0: (laughs) We need to try this. Whoa. I want to try one of these. Sounds like colors. a
1: very near future. Um, what do we call Crew those? Crew review. Crew review. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Crew like review. I like it. Yeah, nice. Jim's gonna sit whoa, on an egg.
2: Okay, okay, that's
1: it. Mornings with his morning crew. Hot Chicken chooses to believe in people who've made mistakes. We're talking about men and women who've had to pay the price for what they've done, and that is time in prison. And now they're out, and they want to make a change.
2: The thing we get out of our candidate pool is a willingness and eagerness to grow and develop and be given a shot. I would
3: have taken a job anywhere, and I got the door slammed in my face, which made me feel like, um, you know, you know, about this big. But I came here, and he's like, I'm gonna give you a chance.
1: Yeah, that young lady made some mistakes, and and Joe, who you just heard, the restaurant owner on the Marshall Project, along with that young lady, gave her a second chance. She's running the office now and doing all the paperwork and all the financials, and she is doing such an incredible job. And all of his employees work so hard because he believes in them, and they're grateful that they gave themselves. They, he gave them a second chance in life.
0: This just makes so much sense because not only, you know, is our God the God of second chances and we have to show grace to others, but once these folks have jobs and a purpose, they're not going to go back to their old life, you know, and so that's better for everybody.
1: I really firmly believe if you believe in someone, you invest in them. They turn out okay. God uses that kind of stuff. I just imagine what God can do when he uses you as you believe in somebody and give them a second chance, just like Joe did.
2: Yeah, Everybody needs somebody to believe in them. I'm still searching for that. Um,
1: no, that's us, Jim. We what? believe in we you, believe Jim. We believe in you, Jim. What? Yes, we believe. Yes. Rob, Allison, and Jim.
0: When I was a little girl, I loved to hula hoop. I know you guys can relate, to, right?
1: Mm-hmm. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Sure.
0: It's usually no. something associated with little kids. Hula, hula, hooping. Hula, hula, hooping. Make a funny sound. Shake it all around. Oh, oh, yeah. Now you all want to hula hoop,
1: don't no, you? No, Man. right no. Thank you, though, for the opportunity.
0: Well, when I was in Nashville about a week ago, I saw a group of ladies getting in a workout, but they were doing something I've never seen before. They were walking while hula hooping, and these were grown women. Really? Yes. So I started researching this workout because I thought it kind of looked fun. It looked weird, but fun. And I found this gadget that you guys might be interested in. It's called the V Hoop. It's a smart hula hoop. But do not call this thing a toy.
1: It's made for those who are serious about losing belly fat and getting into shape.
0: Yeah, they're about $79 each. Oh, I don't know about you, but I never spent that much on a hula hoop.
2: For belly fat?
0: Yes, you can even put weights inside of it, and it comes apart so you can carry it with you on the airplane or wherever you go. So, you know, Rob, when you're out on the road, you can still get your work in. Still
1: get my hula hoop. Break that out in the airport, huh?
0: And on top of that, if your buddies get these hula hoops, you guys can connect and track yeah. each other. work. I can, see,
1: I can see all the guys get together. Rob did hula hoop group, the, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You can see us walking down the trail. You see who gets the most rotations. Oh, wow. Oh,
2: I don't want to be in that group. Let's try it, you guys. L, Come on. I'm
1: getting ill. No. Get, no. I am, that's your shoulder.
0: Oh, hey, maybe that's
2: why I've never been able to do a whole loop in uh, my entire life.
0: Because you don't know the difference between your
1: hips and your yeah, shoulders. Yeah, it's all, it's all connected. <laughs> Come on, let's see it. Yeah, well. Now I'm getting ill. <laughs> his morning crew. Today's encouraging word in Romans chapter 5 and verse 11. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new worship relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Pretty cool, huh? That's for you today. Romans chapter 5 and verse 11. That's our hashtag encouraging word.
5: With Rob, Allison, and
0: Jim. God promised to supply Moses and the Hebrews with manna each day, but he told them to only collect one day's supply at a time. And those who collected more, maybe got a little greedy, they got rotten manna. Well, Matthew 6:34 says God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. So the key to tranquility is to face today's problems and no more treat each day like a self-contained unit. These thoughts are from Max Lucado's brand new devotional, Trade Your Cares for Calm. It's a beautiful book and really will help you be free from the worries that weigh you down. So
1: we're giving the book away, Max Lucado's book, and so we're asking on our Facebook page the stuff that you're anxious and struggling with and how we can pray for you. You should see some of the comments. I think you relate to them. Like Jessica says that she's really feeling anxious about a situation with her brother that's going through drugs right now. Melody is anxious about her daughter who was in middle school. Boy, I so get that. And here's Betsy, and she said, boy, I got a lot of uh, anxious stuff in my life. I so understand. She wants to win that book as well. And Natalie says, I got this ongoing struggle of being a godly wife and a stepmother. Well, I wish we'd give everybody one of those books. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of people who would like that. And going through some of the stuff that you're going through, you want to win the book? Just travel on over to our Facebook page at His Radio. We can link you up to that at hisradio.com. And on Friday, we'll let you know if you won or not.
5: His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim.